Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Thursday here in Sin City, and welcome to Wager Talk. This is your Sports Central for betters. I want to give a big shout-out and welcome to all of our Pluto TV viewers, Channel 517, more than 20 million active viewers, and you're just getting the Sports Grid Network this week. This is your first time watching Wager Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ted Savransky, Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter, joined by Ralph Michaels at CalSportsLV on Twitter. On today's show, we're going to break down NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops, all from a betting perspective. Plus, we have special guest John Murray from the Westgate Superbook, Superbook USA to join us. Big news in the sportsbook world last night. We'll talk with John about that later in the show, but let's get right into it, Ralph. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. The way we like to start off every show, a little recap of what happened last night. And I'll tell you what, this has not been a good week for the books when it comes to Maction, the weeknight Mid-American Conference games have been ugly for the sportsbooks because betters seem to be getting them all right. Last night, a barrage of money on Buffalo. And lo and behold, Buffalo wins, Buffalo covers, game goes over the total. That was not a good result for the books. Eddie, for those that watched us yesterday, we talked about a Toledo defense that's allowing over 5.1 yards per carry against a team that wants to run. Well, what was the results? Buffalo, 331 yards rushing, 6.2 yards per carry. Yeah, and when you're rushing for uh, more, when you're rushing for more than 200 yards, you're expected to win and cover. When you're rushing for more than 300 yards, you have a heck of a night. That's what the Bulls did last night. Let's talk a little more, Maction. And the money came in correctly on this one as well. The late money flowed on the Akron Zips. And 0-10 straight up, 0-10 against the spread. The Zips fought last night. I haven't seen them fight all year. They covered wire to wire. They were 28-point dogs. They lost by three. Miami O, not a particularly uh, inspired performance. Let's just leave it at that. But we'll give Akron some credit. They were due, and they did finally play a competitive football game this year. It only took till the end of November. There's a reason that no team has gone a perfect ATS season of going over. My database goes back to 1980. And what happens when teams are as bad as they are? Well, we see Ohio State be a 53-point road favorite at Eastern Michigan. And we see these historic UMass numbers and the historic MAC numbers for Akron. So the, the number just keeps getting bigger and bigger until they finally cover, which they did. Yeah, although, again, if you bet Northwestern against UMass last week at 38 and a half, you cashed. If you bet Ohio State minus the 53 at Rutgers, not so much. But the point spread is always the great equalizer. In this instance, Akron played nearly four touchdowns better than the point spread would indicate last night. A wire-to-wire cover against the Red Hawks from Miami of Ohio. So, Ralph, you liked Georgia Tech last night. Never in doubt, right? All you needed was a half-court three at the buzzer. (laughs) Uh, Easy peasy. But... You got the half-court three at the buzzer. Georgia Tech gets the money. Eddie, quick lesson here for our viewers. There's a guy who comes up to me and says, 
I never get those backdoor covers and breaks. We look through what he bets. He bets 80% favorites. You have to be in possession, a competitive team that wants to keep the game close, that's going to keep trying. When you're an underdog, you can get the backdoor covers. When you bet favorites all the time, you can't. Yeah, that's very true. And you got one last night. Were you sweating it, Ralph? Did you think that was going to come through? Uh, I, I know uh, that you know, in many sports books here in Nevada, they were not pleased <laughs> with that three going in. The bettors weren't. The bookmakers weren't too disappointed. Teddy, I turned it off. I, I wrote it off as a loss. I was happy to get that win. But I'll tell you what, the gambling gods giveth, the gambling gods taketh away. I also had BYU last night. They had the last shot to win the game in regulation, doesn't win, and we failed the cover in overtime. So, uh, you know, those breaks even out often. Let's talk a little more college hoops uh, from last night. Princeton roughed up. I've been getting reports that this is the worst Princeton team in recent memory. Of course, we're used to Princeton being the class of the Ivory, the Ivy. They look pretty bad last night, uh, losing by 20-something, failing to cover. And what about UNLV, the Rebels from here in Las Vegas? They haven't been a player on the national stage lately, but at 2-4, and four, UNLV 2, nothing but a disappointment in early season play. Well, you look at Princeton, they played a very difficult schedule. Duquesne's very improved. San Fran's improved. Indiana. So you played three teams that had height, and they burned you with that height. You know, as far as UNLV goes, I, I have no problems with the program. I, I think they're going to be headed in the right direction. Uh, I like the coaching hire they had. And the Texas State game was back and forth in, in a team that likes to take, play a very slow pace. And when you have a young team that wants to try to control the ball and they're playing a slower-paced team with better guards, that's a tough situation to win. So you're saying that both Princeton and UNLV, not hopeless moving forward. They're both teams that have potential after they placed, uh, they played a, a litany of opponents that they didn't match up well with in early season play. Agree? UNLV, yes. You lost to Kansas State in overtime. You lost to California in overtime. UNLV will be there. No problems. Princeton is bad. They're just not 0-4. They're not one of the worst 50 teams in college basketball. But they are going to be the bottom half of the Ivy, no question. Let's talk a little NBA recap from last night. And you want to talk what a right side under is? A right side under is when the game goes into overtime and you survive and still win your bet. That, of course was the Clippers and the Celtics last night. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the court for the same time together. The Clips didn't get the money, but the under came in despite the extra five minutes of basketball. Clips look good. There's lots to take from last night's game, but <laughs> defensively they're there. Offensively, not so much. We talked about the dog and the under yesterday for those that watched. We gave you the system about both teams having one games under 100. And we talked about Boston as a dog winning their previous three outright. They've now covered all four. The Spurs failed to cover again last night. They're the gift that keeps on giving now 3-12 and 12 against the spread. And we talked about the importance of Draymond Green. He didn't play. Lo and behold, Warriors got blown out. The game flew over the total in Dallas. Line movers coming up next when Wager Talk continues.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Want the edge? Get on the grid. You can find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. And on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Again, on YouTube, check out Sports Grid Network. On Instagram, check out Sports Grid TV. Find us, follow us. You want the get on the grid. Time for line movers. Let's start in the NBA for tonight, Ralph. I call the Phoenix Rising. We've seen sharp money on the Suns against the Pelicans, although there's been a little bit of buyback literally since we went on air in the last 10 minutes. That money for Phoenix is now money for New Orleans. This line bouncing around is all injury-related. Questions for the Suns tonight. Ricky Rubio, very questionable uh, for tonight. Aaron Baines not going to play at center, of course, already without Aiton. That leaves them without their top two front court options and potentially without their starting point guard for tonight. The markets are paying attention. Not like the Orleans doesn't have their own set of injury concerns. They too have been a very banged up basketball team early in the season. Money's bouncing back and forth. And right now it's all based on injury opinion. There's no official info. The official info will come a half hour to an hour before tip off. But right now they're just betting where they think and who they think might play. That was the Phoenix money earlier 
this morning. Let's talk a little college hoops line movers, Ralph. USF was a team that I, and I don't have a lot of teams circled early in the season, but I had USF as a potential bet on team. They have not been a bet on team over the first couple of weeks of the campaign by any stretch of the imagination. Bad losses in each of their last two outings as favorites. The market's crashing on the South Florida Bulls today against Wooford. Agree or disagree with the move, and do you think we're going to see more Wooford money before tip-off? Agree with the move because South Florida is really struggling shooting the ball. And you look at Wofford and they were off. They're on their third straight road game. They lost to William and Mary at home. They lost to Butler at home. They lost on the road and they lost to Missouri on the road. The difference Butler and Missouri know how to shut the three down. Wofford's still a three-point shooting team, the same one we were accustomed to watching win a lot of games last year. USF so far this season. Number 337 out of 353 in three-point defense. That's the kind of matchup that favors the Terriers. It sure does. Of course, the question is, is that just a limited sample size, or is USF's defense really that bad defending the perimeter? So this is the probably the biggest line mover across sports today, and that's the money on UCLA against Hofstra. Bruins getting some marketplace love. Ralph's going to tell us why, because Ralph, I have no idea why, and I'm assuming you know, because I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't agree with the line move. You're learning, you're learning Mick Cronin's defense, the same defense that's at Cincinnati. You're going to have a lower scoring game. You have your, your top scorer is a freshman who hasn't played because he has a toe injury, so it hurts him to shoot the ball. Uh, yeah, you beat Southern Utah, you beat UNLV, you beat Santa Barbara, you beat Long Beach State, a bunch of teams in this range, but I, I don't understand the move. I lean with the under in this game. I do like the under because UCLA controls the tempo, uh, but I I don't understand it. And let me ask you this, Ralph. It seems to me when you're watching the markets move in the NFL – you can, there's an element of predictability. I know the team's well. I know the market's well. I can say this number, this number's going to move. It's going to move in this direction. Same story in college f- football. And especially when you see those early moves, say, all right, the sharp money's here. You can get a sense of what the lines are going to do during the week. In college basketball, I find that to be really hard because there are line moves on a daily basis like this UCLA Georgia where there's been a four-point move and it looks to be based on nothing but opinion. Is it because the books adjust so quickly in college basketball when they start to take action, especially during the season, and it doesn't take that much money to move a line from 10, 10 and a half up to 14 like in UCLA? Or is there something deeper behind this involving these college hoops, big line moves, and perhaps their lack of predictability? I think John will tell us later that, you know, the limits are low, number one. The total limits are very low. We saw earlier today Villanova's total moved seven points. Was it in the right move? Absolutely. They beat Middle Tennessee this morning, 98 to 66. Uh, when, when you're talking sides, there are a few sharps that bet the market. The rest of them are moving on air. We're probably getting one-tenth, maybe one-fifty of what's getting bet up when conference play starts in January. So I think just a few people really can move the marketplace based on what they think is going to happen. And they just have faith in in Cronin at UCLA that he has that team playing good enough defense and the offense will improve. 
Yeah. So the bottom line, it doesn't take nearly as much to move a college basketball number as it does in other sports, especially during the season. That's why some of these line moves, they're big moves. And we go, why? Somebody likes them. That's why. Let's talk a little college football here in line movers. Wolverines. No, no, it's not a bad 80s movie remake of Red Dawn. It's money coming from Michigan, despite the spot. Michigan coming off a win against in-state rival Michigan State. They have Ohio State on deck. And in between, a tricky little trip to Bloomington. But the markets are saying, don't worry about the trip. Wolverines are going to smack this squad. Nothing but Michigan money against Indiana earlier in the week. Teddy, I did a video yesterday, Wager Talk. Uh, if people want a more in-depth Wager Talk TV, I like the Hoosiers. I also like the over. So uh, I am a big fan of DeBoer, their OC. What he did at Eastern Michigan was incredible. What he did at Fresno what in, what is, has been incredible. And what he's done now in his first year as the Indiana OC. To me, he's the Frank Broyles award winner. All that said, the market's not expecting a Wolverine letdown in what has the makings of a very tricky sandwich spot for Jim Harbaugh and company. Let's stay in the Big Ten and talk about the Wisconsin Badgers. And the Badgers better bully them because this line is skyrocketing. The market's fading Purdue in a matchup against a physical Wisconsin team that, in theory, should be able to hand the ball off 60 times and score touchdowns on every drive. And I'm just going to mention something quickly. When the weather starts turning, there's wind where it hurts a passing team. I like having a running team, and I don't mind laying a big spread. When Wisconsin, if they have a big lead and they bring in their backups, guess what? They run the exact same offense that they have the entire game. The backups are trying just as hard to move the ball down the field. You don't have to change the way you play call you you call plays. And often that running team can extend the lead in a situation like this. Yeah, exactly. I can understand why Wisconsin is taking money because all they have to do is hand the ball off and they should keep scoring touchdowns. Big market move here in Las Vegas against the UNLV running Rebels. San Jose State opened four and a half. They got up to six and a half. The six and a halfs are gone now pretty much. It's sevens across the board. Tony Sanchez was given one more year at UNLV to get the Rebels to a bowl game. Rebels ain't going to a bowl game. And the markets are saying this will be his last game in Las Vegas. UNLV, San Jose State, nothing but Spartan money. Well, UNLV is 1-0 against SEC teams this year. Uh, they need a big hire moving into the <laughs> Raiders Stadium next year. Uh, they need to bring someone in to help them sell tickets, and Sanchez isn't that guy. Yeah, uh, no argument there. We're seeing Miami money. The Hurricanes primed for a blowout in Marlins Park. That's a neutral site, in theory, against Florida International. That series has seen competitive games. It's also seen one-sided games. Hurricanes taking the money. Miami is a team I've had wrong. I didn't think they would come out and play as well as they did against Pittsburgh, against Florida State, against Louisville. So uh, not a fan of Manny Diaz, but he has them trending in the right direction, no question. Yeah, they're taking a fair bit of steam here because this is not a game they have to, they can win and cover. They're going to win this game by three touchdowns to get the money. Let's talk one in the NFL real quick. And this is an under money. Falcons, Bucks getting under play. Atlanta's defense for the first time, Ralph, 
getting marketplace respect. Agree. Agree with the side. May actually get to the window with the under. I don't blame you. It makes a lot of sense. If you're going to do it, do it sooner rather than later. Big game breakdowns. We'll talk Thursday night action coming up next right here on Wait. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, that's G-R-I-D, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you beat uh, you bet the Texans minus three and a half as home favorites and they beat the Colts by seven points, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details well 
They're talking about the Texans and the Colts, Ralph. Let's talk about the Texans and the Colts with them tonight. Thursday night football, Houston, minus three and a half. Total, been bet up, 46 and a half now against Indy. It was sitting at 44 and a half, 45, 45 and a half, but nothing but the trick. It's been trickling over all day uh, today. Thursday night football late in the season. The conventional wisdom, Ralph, is you can't take the road teams. You can take the road teams early on over the back half of the campaign. Those Thursday night road teams have really struggled in recent seasons. Does your database show that? And do you have any take on Texans and Colts in a game where both teams are battling significant injury? Teddy, I have a system that I think makes much sense And I lean with Texans anyway, and this put me over the edge. So I want to read it to you. And remember, guys, trends and angles are team-specific. A system is something that no matter who plays, if you're in that situation, this is what happened. Well, you have same-season revenge like Houston does. You have a team off a loss in their last game like Houston was. And now they're a favorite of over a field goal. Teams in that situation since 2014 have gone 32 and 14, 70% against the spread. So you have a pissed off team off a loss playing with same season revenge. That's a favorite of over a field goal. Makes sense to you? Makes a ton of sense. And it's not just same season revenge. The Texans are still in playoff revenge for a playoff loss they suffered the Colts last year. And the first meeting between these two teams, that was a battle. And the difference in the game was Houston's struggles in the red zone, where they settled for three first-half field goals uh, instead of punching any of them in. And that made all the difference down the stretch. They ended up losing by seven. But it is single-season revenge, and it is playoff revenge, and it is later in the season a team that has to travel for Thursday night. And again, the Colts with injuries all over their skill position talent. And the first meeting, Texas had a pair of 100-yard receivers in that ballgame. Deshaun Watson chucked the football all around. All of these factors point towards Houston. But, (laughs) and it's a big but, the Texans' injury report for their secondary is a disaster. they're, They're missing at least three guys. They could be missing five guys out of their secondary tonight. And that is a major concern for me against Jacoby Brissett and a Colts passing game that is potent. You know, not uh, Indy coming off a really good game, Houston coming off a really bad game. And normally, you expect the team to bounce back. You expect them to bounce back at home. You expect them to bounce back in revenge. The other team's got to travel. All of these factors point towards Houston, but I'm terrified of that Texan secondary getting lit up. There's a reason they had a bad game as they did against Baltimore last week. It was because no one was healthy. What's your take, Ralph? Let's go, let's go back well, and forth on this one a little bit. You know, I, I again, the injury system, the secondary, anytime an injury to one player means very little in the in the NFL. The cluster injuries are what you're looking for, especially this late in the year, because you're playing guys that aren't accustomed to be in that spot and you're bringing up second and third strings. Teddy, to answer your question on the Thursday nights, I did, you know, I might have found a better record if I if I data mined a little bit, but I just put in from week 10 on. The Thursday road team since 2013 have gone 23 and 29, 44% against the spread. So your thought does make sense. Your thought, um, 
has has been analyzed and it is tougher for the road team later in the year at least to a 56 percent mark to the home team covering yeah and i'd I, I, I love to play around with those parameters a little bit because i know the last few years it's been worse and i also like to factor out the thanksgiving games that have a little bit of a different nuance to them uh, but in general if you're making a case for a road team on a thursday night at this time of year better be a pretty compelling case i haven't got that for the colts tonight Let's talk a little college football in this one of the least attractive Thursday night games that we're going to find. Georgia Tech and NC State. Between them, they have six wins this season. And most of them come against bottom feeders. These two teams have looked awful in recent weeks. And the markets, well, they've been betting. <laughs> and I don't know how or why. They've been the Wolfpack. Actually, I do understand why. All right. Georgia Tech yesterday at this time was minus two and a half. Today, they're plus one. So it speaks to the money that's come on NC State. The last three weeks, NC State is minus 10 in turnovers. So, or three games, I should say. So you say, hey, that should get better against a Georgia Tech team that doesn't force turnovers. The problem, of course, the Wolfpack, the last turnover that defense forced was in September. They're a bad football team with no quarterback. Georgia Tech's a bad football team with no quarterback that's changing systems. I can't do anything with this one, Ralph. Are you close? Yellow Jackets and the Wolfpack. Eddie, you talked about ten overs, ten turnovers the past three weeks. I don't know if I've ever seen a a log stat log line like this in their last eight games. Minus two, minus two, minus one, minus one, minus three, minus four, minus three. They've been minus turnovers in every game. After the first three games, when they beat East Carolina, beat West Carolina, and then lost to West Virginia, you have Georgia Tech, who's 0-5 against the spread at home. You have NC State, who's 0-4 against the spread on the road. Uh, I couldn't even put out an opinion this to my customers. So that's how much I won't be watching this game. Yeah, exactly. The easiest pass on the board. Uh, they're two, and that's it. Really easy. I don't want Team A. I don't want Team B. Problem solved. And total-wise in this game, I guess I would lean under, you know, if I had to play it, because I don't trust either one of these offenses to score. That being said, both defenses have been horrific in recent weeks as well. So not an easy one for me to get involved with. Let's talk real quick a little NBA for tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks, minus 13, total 229 against the Portland Trailblazers. NBA on TNT, Carmelo Anthony back for Portland. Milwaukee on the second night of back-to-backs. Why is this line so high? Because Damian Lillard isn't going to play for the Blazers. <laughs> and of all the things I want, all right, or don't want, Portland without their best player, now Carmelo's got to do something tonight. All right, he can't just be a role player. He's got to be like this, McCollum and Anthony. He's got to defend tonight. I don't want Portland. <laughs> not without Lillard. And, of course, the Bucks very content, win this game and move on. It's not about stretching for margin in this one. Slight lean to the under in Bucks and Blazers. Agree, Ralph? Teddy, I have one addition to that, and I just want to see if this makes sense to you. After the Greek Freaks scored 30 or more points when Milwaukee's in a way favorite, they're 0-10 against the spread. Any sense to that? To me, that sounds like static. You know, um, I, I wouldn't look at that as being, you know, if you if you mine for data, you will find data. If you mine for trends, you will find trends. What we try to do are talk about the ones that are meaningful and talk about the ones that are just noise or just static, as we call it. 
um, that you you know that the, the trend exists, but it doesn't necessarily have something that means anything moving forward. And with the Giannis off the thirty point game, I think that's a little bit random. Uh, I wouldn't look at that as a big uh, as a anything I'm going to make a wager on the next game against Milwaukee because Giannis didn't play. All that being said, I ain't laying thirteen with the Bucks on the second of back to backs here. Let's talk a little Empire Classic at Madison Square Garden, Texas. Minus seven against Patrick Ewing's Georgetown Hoyas. Georgetown, that's been a disappointing program of late. What's your take on the Longhorns and the Hoyas tonight? Oh, you could color Texas disappointed as well. Shaka Smart now in his fifth year. They were certainly expecting better things out of him when they gave him that huge contract. And last year, this disappointing Texas squad thought they might make it to the tournament. They didn't. Now, they did the next best thing. What happens? You went to the NIT and you won the NIT. Well, Teddy, where are those last two games from the NIT played? Ah, they're played in Madison Square Garden. So just six games ago, this team has a positive experience here. They tore, they uh, they were able to cut down the nets, winning the NIT. They already went to Purdue and won on the road against a Big Ten foe. The defense is playing elite shutdown defense. Georgetown struggling with turnovers and Patrick Ewing's second year. They lost at home to Penn State. This is their first game away from home. I like. Texas a lot more where it opened. It's moved a couple points. I still think there's a fun bet worth of value, though, on the Texas Longhorns. Ralph says, look at the Longhorns minus the points against Georgetown at Madison Square Garden tonight, returning to the scene of the crime where they won the NIT title this past spring. Real quick, Ralph, let's go through a couple in college football. Baylor minus five and a half, 59 and a half against Texas. Ohio State minus 18 and a half and 57 and a half against Penn State. Do you have a take on either or both of those two fairly quickly here and big game breakdown? Texas always backdoor potential. I am worried Baylor's not going to be able to get motivated with the deer in the head looks from the second half of Baylor. And I'm not stepping in front of Ohio State. They are an elite team from week six on. When you have a ranked team getting 17 or more points like Texas is, they've only gone 5-13 and 13 against the spread. They're getting a lot of points for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Penn State, uh, I'm with you in terms of not stepping in front of Ohio State. All that said, for as disappointing a spot this is for Baylor, might be worse for Texas. Suffered their fourth loss of the season last week. When we come back, John Patrick Murray from the Superbook at the Westgate here in Las Vegas will join us right here on Wait. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Two wager talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels breaking down the world of sports and sports betting for you on a Thursday. We've got a special guest like we like to have every Thursday on the show. That would be John Murray, the director of race and sports at the Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas at Vegas Murray on Twitter. John, welcome to Wager Talk. How's it going, guys? Hopefully this week goes better than last week, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk about last week in a minute, but first. We have to talk about the industry because there was big breaking news last night. CG technology, CG analytics, CG canter, whatever you want to call them. CG has been bought by William Hill, which is a big deal here in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. The seven properties for CG now go to William Hill properties. What's your take on that move? Are you surprised? Uh, And did you hear rumors about it? Because I know that CG's been on the block for a while, but it was something that surprised a lot of people I was talking to last night. Yeah, definitely surprised. And, uh, you know, I think William Hill's a great company, but it's not, it's, not great for, it's not great for you as a consumer to have more and more books consolidated, less and less original outs around town. I mean, I know when I first moved here, there were a lot more outs than there are now because there were just more different companies, more different unique sets of numbers. So the only thing I will say is it's not good for for business if you're a better. I don't think it's good for business for you. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Let me ask you this, and I don't, I, I don't, I mean, if there's breaking news or something or secret stuff, uh, <laughs> you're allowed to hide it, but. Do we have to worry about someone buying this super book? Is that an issue? And are there any uh, other properties no in Vegas that you know of that are? Uh, no one has told uh, me. Uh, are, no one's told me anything. Issue. I'll tell you guys that if, if they're if they're talking about selling this place, they haven't let me in on it. I'm not high up enough the food chain to be in on that meeting. I don't think that's uh, anything we have to worry about. John, no let's worries. go ahead and look at some act. 
Let's go ahead and look at some action before we talk about the carnage that we as betters enjoyed that the bookmakers had last weekend. Tell us about the the action this week, because it seems there's been some significant line moves and it seems like the line moves have all been correct. Has the action this week hurt the sports, hurt you as a sports book? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I know there was some really sharp money. Uh, I think it, I'm pretty sure it was Eastern Michigan on Tuesday uh, yep. against Northern Illinois. If I have that one correct, uh, that that was one we saw some really sharp groups uh, coming in on that side. And it looks like the the early line moves in those those MAC games have been very good. So it's certainly we didn't we hadn't didn't have a great week of action, but those aren't really significantly high handle games. There's not as much parlay action on those games. They're on the weekend games, so it's really nothing that dinged us. We we're not even going to notice it by the time we get to Saturday because those decisions are so small relative to what we'll deal with this weekend. Are the decisions so small because there's so little parlay liability with them, mm-hmm. or is it just because yeah, it's the just, Tuesday night action game is not going to get a lot of uh, a ton of action, and that's just how it is. Both. I mean, uh, the, the reason we the reason we lost so much on Sunday in the NFL is because all the favorites were all parlayed together and they all won. So you're just not going to get dinged up that bad just taking straight bets from general public players. There's money both sides, and you can. We we had the really sharp guys coming in on Eastern Michigan, so we intentionally wrote some money against that side, and we actually made out okay in the game. Uh, the, the games where you really get beat up are these primetime games where all the parlays are tied into them like the Chiefs on Monday night or the, or the Patriots on Sunday afternoon. So, I mean, how bad was last week? I know Saturday was bad and Sunday was worse. Mm-hmm. Was this the worst weekend of the year, yeah, the I mean, worst weekend of the decade? And how bad could it have been? No, was there a game that saved you from an even worse carnage? No, it wasn't. It, it was the worst weekend we've had since week two of the NFL. If you remember that weekend when the Rams beat the Browns on Sunday night football, that was the one we really got buried on. This was our second worst week of the year. We lost on Saturday. We lost a big number on Sunday. We did lose on Monday as well. I should tell you, though, we had a great day last Thursday, that Brown-Steelers game. That was a very good result for us. And we won on some other games, uh, some NBA games that night. So it wasn't all bad for the weekend, but – is there any game that saved us on Sunday? No, I don't think we won any games on Sunday. So I don't, I don't know which one I would say saved us. I, I feel like we lost basically every game. Or I guess the Bengals covered. We, we won on that one. But no, there was nothing. There was a bunch of teams that could have saved us. Denver could have saved us. If they had beat the Vikings, that would have saved us. Obviously, Philadelphia or the Chargers could have saved us a lot of money. Or the Lions. You know, the Lions went for two down by eight, yes. which is the correct thing to do. But it was a big swing there because if the Lions had covered the spread, that would have knocked out a lot of parlays in the morning there. So, yeah, there were a lot of chances to uh, a lot of chances to save us, and none of the teams did. John, let's go ahead and talk about some of Saturday's games. Teddy and I just talked about Michigan and Indiana in line movers today. You know, we've seen the Michigan line pump up. We've seen the over pump up. How much of that action have you seen in your house? We had a really sharp group come in here on Tuesday. They laid eight and a half with Michigan. Another guy came in yesterday, laid nine and a half with Michigan. We're up to ten on the Wolverines. Really respected play on Michigan. You know, it looks like a classic sandwich spot here. They played Michigan State last Saturday. Obviously, we all know they got Ohio State next week. You wouldn't really blame them if they were looking ahead of that game against the Buckeyes next Saturday in Ann Arbor. But this week, we saw the wise guys taking the Wolverines, and that's why you've seen that number move up, at least here at our book. 
Yeah, and I know that, uh, I mean, there was anti-Indiana money last week as well. So um, mm-hmm. not as heavy as this, I don't think, uh, as you mentioned. Uh, the respected betters coming in on the Wolverines early. Uh, let's talk A&M at Georgia. The Bulldogs have been an yeah. under machine and I'm not going to say a covering machine of late because the offense hasn't done anything, but A&M's been the covering machine. What are they, 13-4 and four last 17? What are the markets saying about the Aggies stepping up in class again this weekend? They faced two number ones already. They still have LSU to face. And then between a uh, trip to Georgia, tough times for yeah, Texas A&M. Yeah. A&M, I think, has played the hardest schedule I've ever seen in college football. I mean, I, I don't think I'm exaggerating. They already played at Clemson. They played Alabama. They played at Georgia. They played LSU. They played Auburn. I mean, this is the hardest schedule I think I've ever seen in college football. As for this game on Saturday, pretty split action here at the Westgate. We've been hanging tough at 13.5 pretty much the whole time. I don't think we've moved off that number at all, actually. And the action's kind of been slow on that game, considering it, it does appear to be the marquee game of the afternoon. Teddy and John, I've got a number for you. When Georgia is a home favorite in their last 21 games, they've gone 3-18 and 18 over under. Seems like another game with that defense and that offense for this week. Texas and Baylor, uh, you know, can Baylor get themselves off the mat? We saw that deer in the headlights look in the second half. Uh, could be one of the ugliest halves of football I've ever seen. And I was rooting for the Bears. Texas goes in there, backdoor potential. Uh, any any big swings in this line? Yeah, we've seen this number move up a little bit from Baylor minus five up to right now. We got Baylor minus six. And, you know, all, all's not lost if you're a Baylor Bears fan. Obviously, you're devastated by what happened Saturday. But with a win over Texas this week, they clinch a spot in the Big 12 championship game probably a rematch against Oklahoma, I would think. And so the, the Baylor's have got a lot to play for this week. Texas, a really popular dog play last week. That was another game we lost on. Everybody bet Texas at Iowa State. They lost, but they covered. This week, the action's more split. There's money on both sides of this one. We're talking with John Murray from the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas, at Vegas Murray on Twitter. Let's talk one more in college football before we go to the NFL, and that, of course, Penn State, Ohio State. Battle for the Big Ten East. Winner is in the driver's seat to go to the conference championship game, but the market's not expecting this game to be close. No, we opened Ohio State minus 18, and we saw some guys we respect actually laid 18, pushed us up to 18 and a half. You almost can't make these Ohio State numbers high enough, guys. They just blow people away. They were kind of sleepwalking through the game last week against Rutgers. But when Ohio State's needed to, they've just blown people off the field. And I, it's hard to think they won't do that again this weekend. They get Chase Young back from his very convenient two-game suspension against Rutgers <laughs> in Maryland just in time to play Penn State. And then, of course, they got Michigan on deck next week. John, question for you. On Mondays, we have Arthur DeCesar from the Lincoln, and he has said numerous times Ohio State has been their vein, the worst team in college football for the sports books. Have you seen that type of Ohio State money this season? Yeah, we, we definitely have. I, I think Oklahoma might be the team that's cost us the most money, though. Um, you know, we got killed on that Oklahoma-UCLA game back early in the year, and we had a chance to really save our day this past Saturday if we could have got Baylor to beat Oklahoma outright, 
and we thought they were going to. It was 28 to three. Uh, certainly can't blame us for thinking that. But Oklahoma's been a team. It's been a bit of a thorn in our side. Ohio State has as well, though. Ohio State covering all those big point spreads so easily. We've definitely taken our lumps in some of their games. Well, let's get to the main attraction tonight: the NFL game, Texans and the Colts. Revenge for Houston. Tell us what's happening in the in the rivalry for this evening. Well, we had a guy we really respect here came in, I want to say on Tuesday, and laid three and a half with Houston. We went up to four and a half initially, but the market's really rejected that line move. A lot of money's come back on Indianapolis, and we've gone back to three and a half, what that gentleman originally laid here. So we got a lot of money on both sides of this game. It looks to be one of the better bet Thursday night games in recent memory in the NFL. But we're going to need the Texans because we, we did take quite a bit of money on Indianapolis when we were at four and four and a half. So even with that early big bet on Houston, yeah. by kickoff, you're still going to need Houston uh, tonight in that game. It that line's still that bouncing. In that. Yeah, 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 right on. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, you and got I'm, about no. four and a half hours. You got about four and a half hours till kickoff, so I, I never say never. But, yeah, we'll, most likely we'll need uh, Houston tonight. And I did not bring up the college football TV game tonight between NC State uh, and Georgia Tech. Just too ugly to talk about here. Let's stay in the NFL and talk. The marquee matchups for Sunday. That, of course, starts in New England, where the Patriots, sure. the bane of your existence on the NFL level, like Ohio State <laughs> or Oklahoma's been in college, New England yeah. against Dallas. Where's the sharp money coming? Is this line going to seven? And can anyone ever beat the Patriots for any reason? I don't think it's going to get to seven. Uh, I wouldn't say we've seen sharp money on this game. We did have a guy... Came in right when we opened this thing on Sunday evening. He bet 53500 on the Patriots minus 6.5. But no reason to go to 7 because we're getting support for Dallas at this number of plus 6.5. Good money line support for the Cowboys. we got them at plus 250 here. Kind of sets up to be Super Bowl betting where the public is playing either the favorite, New England, minus the points, or they're taking the money line with Dallas. I think if New England could win this game by, let's say, a field goal, it could be a very big win for us. But... New England never seems to do what we want them to do, guys. I'll tell you that much. That's been going on for about, oh, I don't know, 20 years or so. Don, quickly, one last game. We'd be remiss if we weren't talking about the Packers and the 49ers Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you're expecting a huge handle. You expect it to oh, yeah. uh, move from its current number? I don't think it's going to go over three and a half. It might go back down to three. We had a really respected guy laid three here. That's why we're at three and a half, even money on the 49ers. If you want to bet this game, keep an eye on the injury report because there's some really key guys for San Francisco especially that are listed as questionable for this game. If they get some of these key guys back, I, I really like their chances to win this game, even though Green Bay is coming in off of a bye week. John Murray, time for promo and plugs. What's going on at the Westgate again? What do you want our audience we have some, a really, really good weekend of NFL. We'll have football central open like we do every Sunday. Cowboys Patriots in the afternoon. Packers 49ers in the evening. And I can't, I can't go without plugging my show, Kelly and Murray, with the lovely Kelly Stewart. I appreciate it, John. Thanks for your time. Wager Talk Thanks, continues after this. NFL 
season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Here in the home stretch of Wager Talk, Teddy covers in mouth. Ralph Michaels breaking down the world of sports to you on a Thursday, and I forgot to talk about it with John Murray, of course, while he was on air. But Ralph, you and I will be down at the Westgate Superbook Sunday, December first. That's the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. If you want to come by, say hi. If you're going to be in Vegas, if you live in Vegas. Uh, we'll be there for the afternoon games again at the Westgate Superbook on Sunday, December first. Say hi to me. Say hi to Ralph. Say hi to John Murray. Today, I want to talk about uh, 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 story time. When Teddy learned not to flat bet, I came out to Vegas, and this is what I knew. All right, straight bet and flat bet. All the parlays are for suckers. Oh, there you go. oh, when you double up or triple up your wager, that's an amateur move. Straight bet and flat bet, and then. It was 2002, the NFL preseason. Steve Spurrier was coaching his first game as the Washington Redskins head coach. And I was reading the quotes. The game was being played in Japan. It was Redskins 49ers. And Spurrier's like, I want to win every game. I don't care if it's a preseason game. We're going to chuck long with the backup quarterback. We're going to chuck long with the third string quarterback. We're going there to win. And I was reading the quotes from Mariucci about going to Japan. He's like, yeah, we're going to take the team on a tour. We're going to take the team to see the gardens. No interest in the game whatsoever. 
Line opens, 49ers minus three. And I go, this is, is, is this, what, what, what am I not seeing? I made one bet. I took Washington plus three. Line closed, Washington minus three, and the Redskins won the game 38 to seven. And from that moment, <laughs> literally, I learned when you see something good, it's okay to step up. It's not always about straight betting and flat betting. When the information is there and the markets aren't there yet, step up time. Spurrier and the Redskins taught me that lesson. What about you, Ralph? Well, I'm going to go back to you, Teddy. Flat bet means you're betting the same amount each game. Yes. How much of a percentage is the highest you would go? If you have, a, if you have your normal bet, what, how, what percentage of your bankroll would you increase it by? Two and a half. That's as big a bet okay. as I make. Yeah. We're not talking 10 times. We're talking to three max. That's what we got. Thanks so much for watching. Enjoy the games. Good luck tonight. We'll be back again tomorrow right here on Wager.